0: The following presentation is brought to you by the Realm Network. Hey, this is Big Sexy Kevin Nash, and you're listening to The Rough House.
1: The opinions expressed in The Rough House podcast do not necessarily reflect those of the WWE, Lucha Underground, Impact Wrestling, Ring of Honor, GFW, are they even still a thing? MCW Pro Wrestling, CZW, NADS Flappy Sack, Marvel Studios, Kellogg's, Frisky's Cat Food,
0: At the rough
1: house where black people and white people watch wrestling
0: and Hispanic people, too,
1: and all people. Good job, yeah. We can say labia again? Yeah, of course we can. <laughs> Hi, everybody. Hey, guys. Welcome what? to all labias and uh, ball sacks. <laughs> ALW, all labia wrestling. Yes, all labias welcome, too. Yeah, yeah. yeah we Priscilla Kelly's going to be the champion. <laughs> we discriminate against no labias. Uh, no uh, labias left behind. That's my campaign nothing, promise. Did you see She did you see Priscilla <laughs> Kelly got into another uh, internet controversy this week? Oh, no. What'd she do now? Uh, so uh, Priscilla Kelly... For uh, the OG538 listening Who do not know Who she is She is uh, the lady Of the tampon spot Yes uh, Also yeah. Mrs. Darby Allen Okay um, Alright You're very up to date With res- wrestling I romances. don't know why But <laughs> this is one you of those follow the subreddit uh, I think <laughs> that... <laughs> Is there a subreddit about that? If not, there should be. No, Let's I, I just that. blame. I just blame that Rovert guy. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right. The no uh, known uh, Twitter scoopsman. Yeah. Uh, who just rambles on about this shit? My brain decides. Scoops to for days. Um, uh, Priscilla Kelly at bar wrestling. Um, it was a mixed tag match. I don't remember the gentleman involved. Okay. On the other side is this uh, uh, lady wrestler named Delilah Doom. Yes. Uh, they started shooting on each other. Oh, nice. Yeah. Uh, and then after the match, Priscilla Kelly decides to continue shooting on her. Nice. So um, I uh. think that was the same bar wrestling show that, that the elite uh, showed up. The, that the elite showed up at. So okay. you know, great thing to show when guys who are running. What could be a number two company yeah. looking for female talent? You know, no better way to sh- yeah. showcase yourself than uh, shooting on. A uh, fellow wrestler. It's probably not the smartest way to get yourself booked and signed to an exclusive three-year contract. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Probably but, not the best way to do it. You know, it. it depends on what direction the the cons want to go in. Yeah, so, you know what? Maybe that's that's, that's what they're going for. We'll AEW see. tampon shots and shooting. Maybe, maybe they'll have a uh, a period blood tier. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh god, it's made myself sick with that. I'm oh. sorry. Oh man. <laughs> Mm. Uh, man. But uh, it's been oh, it's an visceral. interesting week in the progress Contract craziness Contract abound. craziness Weird fucking shit on Raw Title changes Title changes m- Whatever they're doing with Otis Yeah, that was a thing Weird debuts, non-debut debuts <laughs> Yeah, look, last week When John Cena brought back up Ruthless Aggression Yeah I did not think we would get the other ruthless aggression trope, which was random mid Carter who's mentally ill. I did not think that's what would come back, but here we go. They decided to go with they, Otis of yeah. heavy machinery, they, just I, wandering into like a they, segment and yelling gibberish. They had a good thing going with him. Boom, boom, shaka, boom in NXT when he was just kind of Chris Farley. Yeah. You know, an amalgamation of all Chris Farley's iconic roles, but yeah. now he's bordering on Eugene level, and yes. it's not very um, good to say. It a- and th- no. I chuckled. I'm not gonna say I didn't chuckle because he's 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 such a charismatic yes. person. Yes, that just seeing him, like even in a still photo, makes me like smile because yes. he's a goofball, and he, I I'm, and he's I'm a- also his face is not sized for his head no he's he got a looks weird like, body i i don't remember what the name was but there was a meme going around where like they shrunk people's faces okay and left their heads the same size oh like, yeah yeah, they, yeah like there was there was the will smoth uh, will smith wall smoth right. one that went on his wikipedia page <laughs> <I do. laughs> uh like otis looks like that year round yeah He's, he's an unfortunate-looking fellow. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I feel like they, they kind of turned it up. And you know Vince McMahon was pissing himself laughing in the back. Oh, yeah. There are a few things Vince McMahon finds funnier than the mentally ill. Uh, yeah, which is, he should have some kind of evaluation. How <laughs> do you think he's ever had a <laughs> mental evaluation? No. He's no. a fucking maniac. No, Vince McMahon would have to first admit weakness. This is true. Not in something order, he does. Yeah, that's not something he does. Like- I imagine Vince McMahon is not the t- like his physicals go the way, very similarly to uh, Donald Trump's physical. They're very where, similar in many ways. Well, countless ways. Um, uh, to to the point where we just get randomly hyped. That means nothing. Yeah, uh, you know. Uh, yeah. They they build up to, to big moments that just fizzle. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> we're not getting nope. political. No, no, we're not. We're not no, we're not. no, I no, said Ted Cruz. If you have complaints. Yep. Um. <laughs> Weird beard. I I I would imagine much like Trump, he's the type that just he writes out the letter to his physician, right? Says just sign <laughs> here, <laughs> bud. Just sign it, sign it. That or or Doc Amon is just kind of. Oh wait, you know what? I probably should talk about him on a no, podcast. No, nope, no, nope. no, We received is a fantastic top-notch uh, uh, mental or uh, medical uh, facilitator yeah, from one MD yes. to another. <laughs> smack yourself. <laughs> uh but yeah, it was just weird. I don't I don't get it. I I mean, now if if they're going to have him like pine after Alexa Bliss, I I get it. I mean, I, yeah. Yeah, sure. But the fact that Paul Heyman had to be a part of that terribleness and that's being used to build now to a match that doesn't exist. Yeah. <laughs> um and like, there's so much happened in that one little thing. And they debuted the women's tag team belts. Yes. All in the same segment. Yes. There's a lot going on. Yeah. Uh, and I got to say, from far away, it looks like egg team. On on the belt, which is a little <laughs> weird. I thought it looked like the uh, what was the toy that was like a little ball with little like things poking out of it, and you turned it on and it vibrated around the room. Uh, I don't remember the na- uh, oh, a bumble ball. Is that what it was? Yeah, bumble the, ball. It, the design of the it, it main does, do- plate it does looks look like a that. bumble ball. It does look like that, or it looks like uh, it. it I mean, it does look like a kid's toy. It, I, I, yeah. I hate to say it. Well, I mean, that's they're going but, to be kids' toys. Well, yeah, again. of course. But it's it's so weird because like okay, so are those the Raw women's tag. Is it's just it one Smack- for all brands. All oh, does that include NXT? No, come on. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm just, I'm just wondering. Like, no. do they travel with the belts? Do the belts get to stay in one brand? Like, the way I would figure it would work is that um, the champ can go between both brands. Why, why do Raw and SmackDown have separate men's tag titles? Because there's more men. Uh, fair point. But it's just it, it it's it's a little that's weird. Always been the way men are the priority. Uh, well. uh, and and the thing that's also kind of weird is it, it's going to be decided in the first ever uh-huh. women's uh-huh. tag team uh-huh. elimination chamber where there's no tags, no tags <laughs> for a tag team title. Nope, <laughs> and they're going to smush two ladies into a pod. Uh, those pods are big enough for two. Oh, they definitely Unless are. Unless you I get mean, like uh, Nia Jackson, Tamina in one. Uh, you know what? <laughs> I think they're going to be in there, and that's, I think that's a lot of Samoa in <laughs> one pod right there. <laughs> it is. It is. <laughs> well, that's the island of Samoa concentrated <laughs> into one elimination chamber pod. Well, well, with if, terrible hair and well, no wrestling ability. Oh God! <laughs> if, if wrestling were a little, we're trying to be. I mean, we're we're approaching on being tasteless again. But if wrestling were a little more tasteless, we'd run vagina down. blood. Uh, well, Sorry. no, no. Uh, w, if WWE. Uh, Oh, 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 so. Sorry. <laughs> uh we'd run back the old uh the old Yokozuna uh uh casket thing, double wide, double deep chamber oh for God, Tamina and Nia yes. Jax. <laughs> I love the gimmicked things like the Big yeah. Show had his ridiculous ladder. Uh, a chair. Swog- uh, it was a chair, it was yeah. a chair. Hornswoggle had the step ladder yes, the little, for the Wheel the <laughs> which is still a legendary <laughs> match. Um yeah, I love the gimmicks to to the people's size. because yes. we don't body shame. No, No, not at all. Not at all. (laughs) Not in the least. No. No. Anyway, that's a lot of Samoa in one pod. Uh, If I may just run back talking about the Otis thing. Okay. Um, (laughs) More thoughts. Okay, so that was weird. Mm -hmm. It was one of two weird segments with Alexa Bliss.
0: Because we also
1: had the Attitude Era-esque bit where an intern walks in on her and she has to cover up with a shirt. Now, here's my thing. If I know anything about people walking in on people in various states of undress, they should have fucked right there. Uh, I mean, I've seen a lot of clips and movies where somebody walks in on somebody just putting a shirt on, and that yeah. shirt never gets on, Yeah, and then that person gets railed out. Yeah, and um, I just want to say, glazed. I've never been able to pay for a pizza that way. They never <laughs> take me up on it. Every time I come to the door with no pants on, yeah, I get the cops uh, get called. Yeah, it's bad. Uh, but shouldn't have been Otis? Walking in, it would have made more sense, I suppose. And yeah, he can kind of play it off as he's new and doesn't know where he is, and is he, and he does, slow. and he doesn't know where his locker room right. is or whatever. Although, technically, he's not part of the locker room because the NXT people are going between brands just to hang out. Yeah, like Lacey Evans just hanging out. Just, Karma San Diego in the background. EC3 just hanging out. Trying to get himself a title shot in the background. Yeah, just just there. Yeah. Just a person. Hey, Nikki Cross was in a match? She was, but it was not officially her debut for Raw because they emphasized that these people are just trying things out. And it wasn't like a 1 on 1 match. It was a tag, No, it was a trios ta- match. It, yeah. So, 6-lady tag. There's a lot of weirdness happening on Raw. But hey, <laughs> Congratulations, everybody! Finn Balor has a world title shot now. Apparently, if, if rumor and scuttlebutt is to be believed, it's because Brock Lesnar selected him to work with. Yeah, yeah. Um, Brock, you know, Brock's one of those guys who is at the state where he can choose his opponents. Right, as well he should be. I mean, Brock is uh, is a box office draw. Yeah. Uh, Brock is infinitely better in matches where he gives a shit. Um, True. You know, as as evidenced by if you look at his reign or his reigns. Yeah. Um, pardon the pun there. Uh, oh, yeah. Get better soon. Yeah. Um, AJ match, great. Uh-huh. Daniel Bryan match, great. Right. Samoa Joe match, great. Uh-huh. And these were all guys you could tell that Brock wanted to work with. Right. Or Heyman talked to him and said, this is the guy we can make money with. Right. Uh, apparently, Finn Balor is is next in that line, which is interesting because we've now had so many weeks of building up Braun Brock. And apparently Braun wasn't ever going to be ready in time for the rumble anyway, so yeah. that's a little weird. Well, the, the, well, there's the 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 arm bone chip thing in the arm aside, but apparently this was if if everything's to be believed on rumors, guttles butts go, yeah, 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 yeah that this was the plan all along to not have Braun in this match <laughs> so he doesn't have to lose again. Yeah, at this point Braun is is just. Emasculated. He's he's not a monster anymore. Like, yeah. sure, you can have him tip over a limo, but he tipped over a fucking ambulance in a fucking semi truck uh, last year. So an, a, a limo really doesn't do it for me. Yeah, and that little bit of heat isn't going to get him back to where he was back when you should have put the fucking title on him instead of gave it to Brock. Yeah, and and I think the thing that was kind of weird is you know when you talk about the the emasculation of yeah. Braun Strowman by okay. the coward Vincent Kennedy McMahon. <laughs> yes. Uh... <laughs> uh, uh <laughs> The the fact was okay, he got mad, he flipped the the limo. Yeah. And then Vince is like, you know, I'm I'm fighting you 100 grand and I'm taking away your title shot. And Bronze kind of goes, oh okay. "Oh, okay." And that's the last you see him in the rest yeah. of the show. How is he not wrecking every production person yeah. in, in sight? How, how is he not <laughs> running into Gorilla and just being a gorilla? Yeah, how is he not murdering Uh, Baron Corbin legitimately In the middle of the ring We'd be okay with that Uh, Yeah Uh, How is he You know what That would have been an interesting I mean I know it would take away From Finn's victory Yeah Which was you know A big thing In getting the Getting the very big rub From John Cena Yes Props to you Big match John Yeah Uh, Why didn't Big hair John Yeah big hair Big match John Uh, Why didn't like Braun come out And Kill Baron Corbin To take his spot or, In that match Or not even just Not even to take his spot in the match, Just take him out of the match Oh okay Alright Yeah, You know oh, Anything like that Where It's like he's still This This Destructive force This This agent of chaos Right Backstage where it isn't just like he goes, oh, I've been fined. Yeah. Raspberries. Oh, like, I guess I'll go pack up my gear and head yeah. home. Steve Austin wouldn't do that shit. No. Steve Austin would be terrorizing the rest of the show the rest Correct. of the night. Yeah. He, he was a terrorist. Yeah. Steve and, Austin and, was a terrorist. And the thing is they they want so badly to have the next guy like that. Yeah. And they never have that guy. No, I don't think Braun has the uh, confidence. I don't know if it's confidence in his own abilities to do it uh, he just doesn't have the the I don't know it's just it just doesn't have it I think you know he, he <laughs> physically he's there but character wise and and promo wise he's not he's not that guy I don't know you roll back a year ago I'm not saying he would have been an Austin level star but you rolled back a year ago, who's certainly over enough to be the next top guy. I mean, it felt to me like around Mania season, when they did the whole thing with him picking the kid out of the crowd, it yeah. felt very Hogan-esque. Yeah. And they could have run with that. They could have made him the next guy. I'm not saying he, he would have been an Austin rock-level star, but he would have been a big enough star. And right. now he's had so many opportunities where... He basically put up an egg fart. Yeah. That, and, and I don't even think it's Braun putting up an egg fart. It, it's a mixture the of the 50-50 booking, the the timing of injuries, all those wonderful things. Yes. Where it's just like he hasn't had that moment. And I guess it's just frustrating to see the moments where they can get behind him again mm-hmm. and can't give him those moments. They just kind of go, eh, what's the point? Yeah. Well, and And that's... I mean, that's kind of the WWE in a nutshell right now. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, the opportunity was there. He was red hot at one point. And, yeah, you know, when Roman went down, the opportunity was there to to make a guy. Yeah, you know, but they they went the safe way. And, yeah. The, not to the grocery store. They took. The, they, yeah. they they took. They the, went to the Safeway. They, they, they the got. Sa- they got a pound of ground beef. <laughs> it's a lot of. It's lot of, Look at all this beef. <laughs> <laughs> that's a, That's a new phrase. I'm not going to get tired of. That's oh for my sure. god, Vince just talking about beef all day long. <laughs> oh, that's what, a that's a big meatloaf. Was it? Was that the entire, Let me sleep on it. Was that all the commentary for the WBF back in the day? Is Vince yelling about beef? Uh, I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> uh but yeah, so so I mean, Braun is is out of the picture for could now. Could you imagine like let's let's run this back. Okay. Even if you don't want Braun to cause destruction to the rest of the show. Sure. Vince get mad, gets mad, he calls like basically uh the McMahon SWAT team and right. like they taser Braun or they hit him with a trink dart. I mean, I know it's ridiculous <laughs> and over the top and comic booky, yeah. but I kind of feel like Braun Strowman's storyline should hey. be ridiculous, over the top and comic booky. I'm, s- I'm just saying Cattle Prods have a long history in pro wrestling. Yeah. So Could you, you imagine that? Like him getting shocked by like six dudes with Cattle Prods and yeah, like they that. throw him in a van and it, drive him off? And it leads into the beef thing. Exactly. It's perfect. The shit writes itself. Vince, buddy, pal, bubby. I know yeah. you're listening. <laughs> yeah, bring out some cattle prods on Monday and shock the shit out of Braun Strowman. I'm sorry, are you offended by that kitten? <laughs> he doesn't. He doesn't like cattle prods. Yes, not a fan. No, not a fan. I am. I think it'd be great. But I, I, I just, I'm just saying, like that, that writes out Braun for the rest of the show, and right. it makes him look larger than life, which you know, I kind of thought was the purpose here. <laughs> is is he going to show up in the Rumble? <sighs> I feel like he is. Yeah, probably. He probably will. He may not do much. but no. I feel like he's going to be in there. Yeah, yeah. He'll get a couple uh, eliminations. My question: If we're just jumping into the Rumble quickly, who's going to be the guy to take uh, the the most el- or to give the most eliminations? Because Reigns, that was his bit. Yeah. Um, so he's not in it. Um, it will be miraculous if he showed up. I don't think he's going to show up. Um, who will be the guy? If uh, the guy to to do that. Kane, as far as we know, isn't going to be in it. He was one of the former r- record <laughs> holders you, in that. You say that and, and I'm just picturing mayor shaped Kane running down oh to God, the ring. No. I, uh, allegedly they're going to be coming out of the dugout, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Uh because it's at uh it's at where the Diamondbacks play. Yeah, yeah. It's at uh, a baseball stadium. Which which would be kind of I kind of, I actually really like that. It's it's got a little Japanese Feel to yeah, it, yeah, yeah. Um, which which you know would be smart for them. Uh, but yeah, I don't I don't know who the who the big uh, eliminator. I mean, part of me feels like Drew. An, an, uh, Drew would probably be the right guy for that. Yeah. Um, I think Seth's going to be the Iron Man, though. Yeah. I think he's probably going to end up being one or two mm-hmm. and run the thing. Good. Um, give him the, that, that HBK rub. Yeah, that that's what I, that's what I think. That's how I would book it. Um, and and I think that'd be really fun, especially if you end up with. Seth and Drew is the last two guys. Yeah, you know the guy who's been in there the most versus the guy who's been eliminated, who has eliminated the most. I mean, uh, yeah, I, yeah. I, that's that's a fun story. And, and then the third have uh, Dean Ambrose, but have Rollins eliminate Ambrose to end that whole thing. Yeah, if it's not already ended. I yeah, I kind of feel like another. it is because now it's just Bobby Lashley, IC Champ. Okay. <laughs> Cool. Yeah, you you basically just voiced the entire WWE universe's opinion of Bobby Lashley. I mean, look, he, I guess he with Leo Rush moved the needle a little more than Dean Ambrose was. So uh, I guess yeah. the combination of the two could lead to some something interesting. Dean Ambrose just kind of settled into a wet fart, and uh, nobody such a cared. shame. I don't. He had so much heat going forward. Was it was it him invoking the rain stuff that really turned it? I don't know, man. Or was it he just kind of seemed to go on autopilot and like went back to hokey uh, hot dog I, cart, uh, Bane Jacket, Dean Ambrose. It it feels like one of those things where it was one of those big enough angles where there were probably too many cooks in the kitchen. I feel like left to its own devices, Seth and Dean would have had better ideas. Like if they were mid-carding this feud, they would have. I mean, they had a better feud in the mid-card yeah. years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I feel like it would not have had as much because, like the you know, wearing a gas mask because the the audience stinks. That that has Vince all over it, uh-huh. and whoever fucking agented the the icy title match between them. The uh, that's Survivor, no, not Survivor. Uh, uh, TLC. TLC. Uh, a whoever made it not a TLC match, and then B had this fucking. Like grudge match start with a lockup, like yeah, they could fuck themselves as far as I'm concerned. Like it's, I'm gonna blame Michael Hayes on that. It might have been probably I, well, it may not have been, but I'm gonna blame him anyway. Yeah, uh, and hey, if it was T.J. Wilson, uh, there's your whiff of the year, bud. Like yeah, that w- eh, not everybody bats a thousand. Yeah, uh, it, it's just one of those things where I can't just point to one bit that that made it not right. work. Well, it seemed like that was like the beginning of the. You know that kind of deflated some of his heat because people yeah. were just like, Ugh. yeah. Basically, it got, the, it got icky and then it got uninteresting because like Dean came back, he looked awesome, yeah. he was working great, right? The heel turn, although you know people, including us on in the show, were hesitant about the timing. Yeah, had a lot of heat and then it just fizzled. fizzled. Yeah. And and I, I think it all has to do with this, the follow up. You know, yeah. That's um a and, you know, maybe whatever Dean goes to next will be better for him. Whatever Seth goes to next will be better for him. Oh, I can't imagine Dean going up the card. Uh, Seth, I can imagine going up the card. Yeah, I, I don't think Dean and Brock are going to work together ever again. Oh, God, what a turd that was. Yeah, well, takes two to tango on that one. Uh, well, I'm, look, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm just, overall, I'm not putting blame on any one person. Yeah. I'm just saying that match was not very good. No, it should have been great, though. That uh, was, what, 31, right? Yeah. 32? Uh, 30, 30, 32. 32. 31 was... Uh, oh, 31 was the the heist of the century. Yeah, so yeah, I yeah, think it was 32. Yeah, yeah, Um uh, But, God, on paper, that should have been perfect. should have been great. And it was like a, a no-DQ match. Yeah. God, how did they fuck that up? Yeah. Neither the, of them The cared. unstoppable killing machine that is Brock Lesnar versus a guy who doesn't know when he's dead. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> like it writes itself, you know? Yeah, uh, pretty much. It, you know, you, you just run back the old has Sabu bits of a guy who suplexes forever versus a guy who keeps throwing his body at him. Like, yeah. That, it's what do Bane you versus the Joker. Yes, <laughs> yes. You know, yeah. that's that's exactly what it could have been, but no. No, because uh... no, somebody had a UFC fight. <laughs> by the money, way, though. by the way, I don't think Lesnar's ever fighting for the UFC again. I'm no? Gonna go, I'm going to go on record here. Why? What's your thoughts pro- thought process on that? Uh, I think he is just going to keep... Milking this to get more money out of Vince, or either side, he's, he's just going to keep going. Well, I'm getting paid this much now by Vince. Dana, do you think you can pay me more to do a fight? Oh, hey Vince, Dana's saying he's going <laughs> to pay me this much. Oh, you can beat that. Hey Dana, Vince, like <laughs> he's he has physically changed though. He has, he has cycled so down. That leads <laughs> that leads me to believe. That he's at least training to he, maybe. He also has again. not paid his fine. He hasn't? No. That's 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 an interesting fact. Well, when that is came his out, suspension up? Uh, his, his suspension is up. Oh, he's, he's gone through it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Right, but all he right. still owes California State uh, State Athletic Commission, or whatever state it was, Nevada, wherever the, the UFC Probably show Nevada. was, uh, he owes them $250,000. That's it? Come on, Brock. Shit. But the thing is, he you hasn't. Need that for Raw on Monday. He hasn't paid it. And that tells until he pays it he can't fight, yeah but I mean that's just that's just a i I recognize hey, hey Nevada I, what's your venmo i i I, I recognize <laughs> I you, bro I recognize that for a dude like Brock Lesnar that's an accounting error and <laughs> and he can just you know send him the money whenever right. yeah, but I think it's very interesting that he hasn't paid it and I mean he should have paid it years ago, yeah, he should have. It's just, it, uh, it's, I it's interesting to I me. I've got bills I should have paid years ago, but didn't. So. Wow. <laughs> you're in a very different situation than one Brock Lesnar. What are you talking about? I don't uh, know you yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bork laser. <laughs> Good old dick sword Bork laser. <laughs> anyway. Oh, yeah. Uh, on, on to the pro-rest. Uh, the rest of the week oh. of pro-rest. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. So sp- back to, back to, circling back to Finn Balor and wrapping that up. Yeah. I feel like Brock... Chose him because he's going to be easy to toss around.
0: A sure. lot, lot
1: easier to toss around than a uh, Drew McIntyre or a sure. Corbin. Or even a John Cena. Plus, we've already seen the the Brock John Cena thing. Yeah, yeah. So, and many was, times, actually. Yeah. that was his first big feud when he came back mm-hmm. that lasted for half a year. Um, it did so so yeah we we definitely didn't need to see that so Balor you know and it's another David Goliath sort Mm -hmm. of match you know Balor's gonna have to use his speed to avoid the power and on paper I'm I'm excited for it hopefully you know it ends up like a like a Daniel Bryan AJ Styles sort of thing and Mm -hmm. not like like a Dean Ambrose sort of thing I I definitely think for Finn this is the moment for him yeah like uh, this is make or break um you know, I'll, fans for quite a while said that that Finn can be a main event guy. Right. And a few years ago, we were so close to seeing it because an he was going to be that first Universal champion. Yeah. Um, and since he's been back, you know, since he came back, he's been a star yeah. yes but he hasn't been a top star he's been a featured star well, and that's part of his placement on the card you yeah. know if they haven't really given him the shot so right like right you said this is the shot Th- this is the shot and if i'm finn balor i mean i i i don't mean to take away from his other performances but it, it's like this is the one that counts yeah this is where he has to stake his claim as one of the best in the company and yeah i i hope he brings it because you know there's there's kind of two finn ballers. you know you get the guy who kind of runs through his spots and you get right. the work rate guy yeah and we haven't seen as much as a work rate guy as we used to it's true Granted, he is getting up there in age he's not a, he's not a spring chicken i mean he's in his late 30s now Which for a wrestler is later, but he also is ridiculously sculpted. Oh, oh, he's in incredible shape. I'm just saying, he he isn't like busting out five star classics every week like a a Seth Rollins tries to. Yeah, that's true, but it's also because he probably isn't given the time to. Yeah, yeah. you know. So it just like you said again. This this is this this is is the moment. This is it. I'm excited for it. Yeah. Uh, I'm looking forward to it a hell of a lot more than Braun Brock. If I'm Finn Balor and his dick, what I'm doing is... uh Finding out who everybody who attended the NXT Blackpool uh, event, putting <laughs> them on a jet and flying them to Arizona. Hey, right now they're <laughs> selling they're selling tickets two for one. So yeah, Finn can get those tickets for a song. And just uh, just shove them all in the front row so they can do some yeah. crazy chance form that'll go up into the dome and nobody will hear. Um, yes, and uh, I still think it's kind of crazy that they went that big an arena for Rumble. Well, they did it at the uh, I know Alamo they did Dome. The Alamo Dome. Yeah. Even then, I thought that was kind of crazy. I think it mostly worked. Yeah. Aside uh, from the cart to bring out the big guys. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I, I like the big guy cart. I know. Dome, oh, I did, but... too, but it kind of took some time. Because to... it, was, it was a mixture of big guys who were like, oh, okay, that makes sense. And some guys who were like, oh. Bray Wyatt can't make that run? <laughs> oh Bray. It's a lot of cardio, man. It's oh one, Bray. You don't to be winded before you're in the rumble for 25 minutes. <laughs> Come on, Bray. You can make that. <laughs> it's, it's, I kind of want to go back and do it at the Garden because I loved the Garden setup for people who use. I know they won't do it because the Garden charges ridiculous money for stuff like that. And I, I think there's also uh, like there's some difficulty with TV setup now. I, I, I remember reading why they don't do TV at – uh, I thought it anymore. was just cost it, it's it's a mixture of cost and uh, something okay. Buddha will TV let us know yeah. Um, but yeah uh, but yeah so uh, anyway um what were we talking about uh we were talking about we were talking about <laughs> we were talking about Finn and Brock oh, yeah and uh, <laughs> while also talking about uh guys making most out of their opportunities this week I think we should talk about one andrade just Andrade. Just Andrade. Of the three names, that's the one they picked? I don't know why they chose that one. Andrade, Cien, Elmas. Elmas? A lot better. Or CN? I mean, Cien! you could do a lot with that. 100 emojis. You could, you know, like, come yeah! on, man. Uh, anyway. Uh, Andrade. Andrade is crushing right now. Fucking porn burner of a match with Rey. You And I, I got to imagine that backstage, Ray is like, dude. We're fucking making some money with this. You oh know? yeah! Like, oh yeah! They they both know that this is you know a really great opportunity for both of them. Yes, and and they had two, three segments of TV, whatever it was. Yeah, I there were two commercial breaks. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, um, and it was just probably the the best TV match all year. Uh, Dude, Mysterio. You know, I said it back when he came back in Lucha. I'm like, this is like Mysterio of years past. You know, yeah. he took a bunch of time off, rehabbed his back and his knees and everything, and dropped the muscle weight, dropped yeah, dropped a uh, drop some lbs and is flying around like like he used to be, man. Yeah. and for a f- mid forties, I think he's forty six. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that it's, it's it's impressive as hell. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I, I'm I'm stoked for Andrade because. It, we, we've we all known since his NXT heel run. Yeah. And I specify that because his face run wasn't so yeah, great. Yeah, no. But we've known since his heel run, like, he is an undeniable talent. Yes. I didn't we, get it at first. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah I didn't. I... I, I knew of, you know, as La Sombra. Uh, right. I've heard I'd heard the name, but I'd never seen a match. That that, you know, he had a, a certain pedigree. I mean, uh if you like uh Naido in New Japan, uh, yeah. guess what? You like uh La Sombra yeah. <laughs> because Naito is basically just, you know, doing a tribute show every night. Yeah. <laughs> um uh there's there's a great image online um uh from like one of the first tours of uh Japan La Sombra did. Uh-huh. And it's like the moment Naito realized he could be Tranquilo because uh, La Sombra is tied up on the ropes doing like, you know, the, the, the tr- tranquilo, tr- pose. tranquilo pose. And Naito standing next to him is like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> he's like, yep, copped. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But uh, Andrade uh, just crushed it. And if rumors are true, be believed, half of why he's crushing it is because of the other big thing taking over the wrestling world this week. Everybody and their brother looking for new contracts <laughs> yeah. anywhere and everywhere they can. Yeah, I mean, there are people asking for their releases, allegedly asking for their releases in other cases. Um, and then, you know, uh, Andrade apparently told what Dragon Lee and Rush and, and Rush, yeah, that. Uh, <laughs> I thought you were going to say Rusev. Was it? Yeah. Uh, that uh, WWE wasn't all it was cracked out to be. Yeah. Uh, is the quote yeah. that was floating around uh, from Uncle Dave. Um, you know, who knows if that's true or not. But, you know, up up until, uh, you know, a couple weeks ago, yeah, I could see him saying that. Because yeah. he debuted, had a couple matches, and then was off TV for like two months and or something. And they're like, hey, you know, this great combination of Andrade San Almas and Zelina Vega, you know what we really need to do put Zelina Vega in matches by herself. (laughs) That's really what made Uh, all of that work. It wasn't the fact that she was held to the three spots. She does well and spoke for the guy who doesn't speak English as well. And he was a fucking barn burner in the ring. No, she's the workhorse. Yeah, I mean, I know they're light on women on uh, the SmackDown side. All yeah. the more reason Nikki Crawl should go there. Um, but, yeah, she – and she, you know, is competent as a, as a wrestler. But she's not – she's much better in the role as as the, the, the Paul Heyman to uh, Andrade's – They cousin. are a tremendous, complete package yes, together. Yes, it's so frustrating when you see those moments. It's and like Rusev and Lana. Yeah, R- Rusev and Lana, exactly. When you see them go, let's let's separate this part. Right. And it's just like, why? Why? Yeah, it's why? right there. Yeah. It's working fine. Yeah. Yeah. Just, yeah. Uh, I, I, you know, we're trying to make sense of shit. and it, there's no but, sense to be made of it. But, yeah, if if rumors are to be believed, uh, one person came out and denied the rumors, even though there's multiple people backing up the story. Uh, the Revival yeah. asked for their release. Right, right after their right match. Right after their match. <laughs> that they won. Yes. But. Uh, they asked for their release. Uh, more details came out yesterday. Not sure if you, you had a chance to see those. Uh, Pro Wrestling Sheet shared more of the details. Okay. Uh, so uh, not only were they asking for their release— But it's not just about their booking. It's about the whole tag team division. Exactly. They are unhappy with how tag teams are handled in general in WWE, and they feel like they will be better served outside of the WWE system working together as a cohesive unit. Which is interesting because I feel like on the SmackDown side, tag teams have a lot more of a platform. If you're the Usos, the the New Day, or The Bar. Or Shane McMahon and The Miz. (laughs) And, hey, you know what? I'm just going to say, there's an example for you. Okay. All right. Fair enough. You have have the club. You have who else is on the uh, side? The Colognes. The Colognes, who, let's be honest, they don't set the world on fire, but they're adept enough workers. Uh, You have uh, the Bludgeon Brothers on their way back up. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Anytime now. And it's just kind of like, well, we're going to do the Usos and the New Day. And we're going to do the New Day and the Yusufs. And we're going to do For the, the New Day and the bar and the bar and the Yusufs. But those and matches are always really good, so I'm... I'm. They are really good, but it, they're scratching the surface of what could be. I know. Like, uh, no, I know. I get, when I get you, it. When you look at the... You also have Sanity down there. You, fucking hell, you have Sanity! I forgot they even had Sanity. <laughs> and... They are a great trio. And that's another thing. You could mix it up with these trios also involved yeah. in it. And, you know, there, is, there are were times where you look at other companies, even not even other companies, other brands, NXT, where you get, like, the interesting bits where they go, like, we'll take the main event guys and we'll put them against the top tag team because yeah. they're on even footing. Right. World title holders' singles should be on even footing with world tag team holders. So you could have had on paper, like, Let's say the Usos against AJ Styles and Mustafa Ali. Right. Like, how amazing would that be? It's it's it would be like putting the B team against Brock Lesnar and Seth Rollins. <laughs> Which right now <laughs> sounds awful, but there was a time that uh uh B team B team blah, blah, blah. Uh, what's his name uh not not Curtis Axel the other Bo guy. Dallas Bo Dallas yes Bo Dallas. Was a champion. He was, an NXT he was champion. the NXT champion. Yeah. He was the top tier champion of the third brand. It wouldn't have sounded that crazy there. No, but no, you know it's. But but that that says the whole thing. Like you have the B team, which were basically like the fun gimmicky toy yeah. for booking that. You have Chad Gable and Bobby Roode. Yeah, glorious Chad. Ch- glorious Chad, who on paper should be a lot of fun. Instead, I don't give a shit. You have the AOP. Who were Oh my god, I forgot about AOP. The, yeah, the AOP, <laughs> the meso- Methods of Mayhem themselves, yes. Tonka and Razor, they, <laughs> they have so much potential because we saw them main event NXT takeovers. Yeah. And instead, they are literally second bananas to a P-gag, which also <sighs> brings down the GM of an entire other brand. This is all true. I get why the Revival are like, your tag team booking sucks. <laughs> well, I, I Okay, let's be honest here. I feel like that's their out because they want big money AEW contracts. Sure. <laughs> but I, I think it's not just that. I think it's a recognition that if they went to an AEW, if they went to a Ring of Honor, if they went to a New Japan, if right. they went to MLW even, uh, more on them later on— um, They uh, would have more focus. They'd have more focus. And and be able to go out and do what they do really, really well. And probably main event with it. Yeah. And reap the benefits of being main event level talent (laughs) for Ring of Honor and AEW. Maybe not in New Japan. Maybe not in MLW. But still, like, who would want to see the revival? I mean, I know one person who wouldn't. (laughs) (laughs) We read those comments. (laughs) Uh, But who wouldn't want to see the Lucha Bros and the revival? Fuck the young bucks God damn and it. the revival. Give me my money. Uh, uh, give me, golden. Give, go, give, I'll give you my money. Yes, give golden me. lovers and the revival. Ooh, uh, just moved a little bit. Okada Tanahashi, the revival. Yeah, like there's all these things. I mean, even even if guys got out of the evil and the pro- evil Sinata against them. Fucking the good brothers against the revival. Show and Yo against the revival. <laughs> like now, I really want to see him in fucking New Japan. Fuck AEW <laughs> <See>? right now. <laughs> And it's because there are all of these top-tier teams outside of that circle, outside of that grouping. Burst the bubble, baby. That are seen as important. So I understand why they want an out. I don't think they're going to get it, though. No, they're not. They can ask all day and every day, but there's going to be another Neville situation. Yeah. They're going to not show up and uh, ride their contract out. Not sure how long it is uh, until their contract's up. Yeah, but, and this thing is even if they get a counter offer, there's there's again rumor scuttlebutt, rumor scuttlebutt. there's apparently this new WWE policy of talent that they're looking to sign or looking to re-sign, which is you get a deal on paper, we will double it, right? Provided you sign right then and there. Yeah, Whew, man, which is crazy. It's insane. Like double it, shit, man. Like that's that could be. Really lucrative for a lot of people. That's Um, why I I think the two smartest guys right now in all of this are Roosh and Bandito. Who both signed exclusive uh, American contracts with Ring of Honor. For one year. For one year. Yep. For one year. So, A, they're getting paid, and they're getting paid main event for that level money. So they're getting paid more than they would be in an NXT. They're getting paid more than they would be, apparently, in an AEW. But the thing is, they get away a year, and then they get to run it back all over again. A year from now, AEW will be, presumably, established. Sure. A year from now, there's going to be even more infighting between companies. Mm -hmm. And after having that one year of Ring of Honor exposure behind you, you're even more valuable to the American scene. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, they're the two smartest guys in wrestling right now, as far as I'm concerned. Plus, they still get to work CMLL. Yes. Um, and um, Which is, on a weekly basis, drawing in tens of thousands of people. Yeah, and, and they're two of the top guys down there. Yeah. Which is crazy. Yeah. like So, so they're getting that Ring of Honor money, which will be cool to see them uh, at the Garden in April. Yeah. Um, uh, or uh, at UMBC on March 31st. I mean that's right. They're doing that before. Yeah, yeah. It's the last show before MSG. So, uh, isn't uh, isn't DC getting like the go home SmackDown to Mania too? uh, I think they are. That could be a very busy week for us. Working their way up. If we, uh, I can't 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 take out all those. (laughs) (laughs) I I lose money losing losing night gigs for that Uh, shit. Okay, okay. Um, We'll talk. We'll we'll talk about where we're going to go and what. But yes, yeah. (laughs) Um, We'll we'll see. Uh, Anyway, uh, yeah. So those guys definitely are in a very good spot. Yeah. Uh, Especially uh, Roosh. I just like saying his name the the Mexican way. It's fun. Um, Okay. uh, Whatever makes you happy, buddy. So uh, from what I understand about his deal, I mean, A, MLW was trying to keep him on because they are on B in sports. And B in sports is... Primarily uh, a, a Hispanic-facing uh, sports channel because yeah. it's, it's mostly soccer games and that sort of thing. Football, football. Yes, uh, they were trying to make him a pre- they were trying to make him a presenter and commentator yeah. on soccer games, yeah. which is crazy. Yeah, I mean, I uh, don't know his history with with the sport, but uh, you know that would be that will be great. Yeah, uh, they were uh, apparently offering to move his family to the states. Um, like um, they were for all they were they were going to just throw a shit ton of money yeah. at him, which is interesting because I found out. A apparently what an mlw contract is okay so a uh, li- little scoop yeah, for uh, for for the rough house here All right. uh and this may vary for others sure but the m- the main primary mlw contract when they say we signed a guy to a deal yeah they get first rights to your dates okay for 150 dollars a shot shut the fuck up yep 150 bucks a shot yeah yeah! Wow! Yeah, that's damn! Yeah, and it's like, oh wait, how are they losing these guys to Ring of Honor and well, to AEW go. and to Impact and to whoever? There you go. Now look, one hundred and fifty bucks. To make money, one hundred and fifty bucks. You know, money. but a lot of these guys also sell their gimmicks at the shows. I sure, mean, if you're a if you're a Pentagon or Phoenix or you know anyone of a note you're probably making a shit ton of gimmick money yeah. at those shows. Yeah. You're, you're probably selling autographs and T-shirts and everything, making money hand over fist. I mean, the, the thing that was always said about PWG in particular is a lot of guys lower their rate or work for free so the, cause they sell because so they gear. sell so much merch. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, you know, on paper you hear that, especially for a company with a TV deal, and you go, fuck you, that's nothing. But TV exposure... Damn. I make that much for DJing a night at a bar. Mm-mm, there you go. now, th- <laughs> And I don't have to take a fucking brain buster for yeah. it.
0: Now you, and, now
1: you and Rich Swan have uh, some things in common. There you go. <laughs> I mean, if somebody asks for Garth Brooks, I'll fucking brain buster them. But, yeah. you know, that ain't going to happen. Also on the asking for their release front this week, denied publicly, but uh, uh, confirmed by multiple sources. So we'll see. Mm-hmm. Uh, Maria... And Mike Kanellis. Yeah, that, was a, that was a really weird back and forth between those guys and uh, and the wrestling journalism pool, I guess. Yeah. Uh, Air quotes. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> Fucking Ryan sat and pissed me off, but whatever. <laughs> um, so allegedly they had uh, asked for their release, but then they said that they didn't. But then they said that uh, they did did, and then there was something about Mike never went to rehab and yeah then he, it was, his rehab was, was on the road on with the Maria road? and it but i thought they were home and complaining about it and that? then she mm. they got pregnant as soon as they got signed back so she had to take the time off to get the medical it was uh, yeah it's it, just there's some weird carny shit going on there and i'm not just saying from them i'm saying from a lot of people like yeah, R- Ryan Sutton's still got a little bit of TMZ in him. Uh, even if others have confirmed this, sure, you know, there there is kind of a, uh, a layer of scumminess still. Yeah, to yeah. to the pro wrestling sheet stuff. That He's, I still got heat with him over the lucha spoilers. Yeah, thing, so. um, <laughs> yeah, it's it's weird. Uh, but look, I wouldn't blame them for wanting to get out because they were signed, and they had one pay per view match yeah. against Sami Zayn. Yeah. And that's it. And that's it. They had it, a great theme song. Great theme song. Then they got moved to 205 where they had, you know, a warm sandwich and that was it. Like yeah. that, that was it. I, I, I don't. And look. I don't we, know, know. we know Mike was signed because they wanted Maria. Okay. Let's... Yeah. And, and we also know Mike was signed because he was like a Ring of Honor and an Impact guy. Right. But he wasn't a great Ring of Honor or Impact guy. But he was upper <laughs> mid card. So it was one of those things where it was like, okay, what, what drawing cards can we take away? Yeah, I guess, but, but he, he you know... It, it felt like a strategic move. We get Maria, we pull out a guy who's working for... Yeah. Well, working for New Japan also.
0: Pull out a guy yeah. who's working
1: for New Japan, Ring of Honor, and Impact. Like... Yeah, and then they don't have to do anything with him, which pretty much is what yeah. happens. Yeah, they put him on ice. Yeah. And, you know, I hate to say it, is, is there anyone who's like, man, I really want to see Mike Kanellis back in the ring? <laughs> like, I... The Miracle Mike Bennett. Uh, is that what that was? The, he yeah. Was the miracle, that, that, right? Yes. Yeah. The Miracle Mike Bennett. And there's part of me that's like, oh, fuck, he's going to be in AEW. Because remember, Cody worked Impact uh-huh. just to work with him. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, uh, you know, <sighs> there are a few of those guys where it's, you know, people talk about the, the, the possibility of them going to AEW and I just go, why? Why? Look, not everybody is going to be a top-tier talent. I You need, I you need job guys. You need you need, yeah. you need bodies yeah. You know, if you're going to do a whole promotion, which is what they're doing. Yeah. Um, on the AEW front, did you listen to Jericho's podcast? Uh, I did not listen to it. I, I read a pretty in-depth summary of it all. Though. It's actually a really good listen. Um I, I saw you gave him props for being yeah. a one man podcaster which is it is hard to it do. It really fucking I mean it's hard enough to do two people. Yeah. We suck at it. Thanks for listening. <laughs> um but no he 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 the way he painted the story um of, of everything going back uh, to when he first started uh, working with New Japan and ran it through Vince and everything. Yeah. You know, you can tell as he went on and told the story that he kind of has a uh, – he felt a little um, um, scorned or spurned from, uh, from Vince. Yeah. He was like – because, you know – uh, he said, hey, he gave him the heads up and said, hey, I'm going to be doing this. And this was like, "Oh, OK, we'll get back to you. And then they never got back to him. So he was like, all right, well, fuck you then. I'm going to go over here and make a shit ton of money and, and stick it to you. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, he said they had a, a gentleman's agreement by the end of it and wished each other well in their future endeavors. And he said yeah. they're still friends and everything. But uh, now he's full on AEW guy. I mean, Jericho, for as much as he's, you know, like his jump to WWE was due to frustrations with WCW. Yeah. And, um, you know, obviously this jump to AEW is due to frustrations with WWE between, yeah. uh, you know, the NXT, not working the cruise bit and, and you yeah. know, all of these other things. Jericho's always done business the right way. I mean, there was um, this week circulating around because of, you know, him you know, doing business the right way and saying farewell to Vince. There's an image going around this week of uh the facts he sent to Eric Bischoff yes. when he left WCW. I saw that. Which was not for all of his frustrations for all yeah. the things he talked about. Honestly a really nice way to say thank you yeah. and and to say hey, hopefully we work again in the future, who knew that they would do it in <laughs> WWE. Um but uh You know, he's a guy that that definitely is, um, to to use the hackneyed sports analogy, he doesn't think about where the puck is. He thinks about where it's going. Yeah. And in turn, I think he sees the value of not only being, uh, you know, in a wrestling company that's starting up, but also the value that he can give to it. Yes. In building. A secondary option. Yeah. And I think that's part of why he wanted to go to Impact, because he, he talked on, on the podcast about wanting to right. go to Impact. Um, that idea of, yeah, WWE's home, but that doesn't mean he can't help build out other things. Yeah, and it's good for the whole business. Yeah. He, you know, he, he definitely... He he has a really good mind for the business, obviously. Yeah. And, you know, he can still put on really good matches in the ring, too. Yeah. So he's, he's probably... Aside from the money guys who own the place, he's their number one best resource. Absolutely, right now without Chris Jericho and AEW, I would be a lot, a uh, lot more worried about whether or not it's going to work. Having yeah. Jericho there is like okay, yeah, yeah th- it's, this could it's a have veteran some presence. It's the understanding of how things are were and have been done. Yeah, um, that that definitely help. Uh, just kind of a random fact, which I, I think is kind of interesting. You know how old Jericho is right now. Yeah. Yeah, so like mid 40s. Yeah. Do you know how old Hogan was when he jumped to WCW? Uh, I don't 50 something? He was 40 years old when he jumped 40? To w- he was 40 years old when he jumped to WCW. Jesus. And he was considered ancient. Wow. Yeah. I mean, Hogan was never a workhorse. No, no. <laughs> but <laughs> it, it's, it's Hogan's not doing lion salts. It it's just very interesting to think you know what a forty-six-year-old wrestler is now. In yeah. the case of like Ray and Chris Jericho, versus what a forty-year-old wrestler was twenty years. Yeah, ago. Yeah, I want to take this time to thank DDP Yoga. <laughs> <laughs> Download the DDP Yoga app. I do it every day on the road with Fozzie. Yeah. <laughs> do <it. laughs> you, you, Use uh, use promo code Roughhouse SGW on <laughs> checkout and be confused why it doesn't work. <laughs> Send a yes. send a personal email to DDP asking yeah. why it doesn't work. <laughs> exactly, but yeah, the, the the Jericho thing. If you you know, if you have an hour uh, to spare, um, it, it's it, it's worth a listen. There are a couple other nuggets that I wanted to bring up that are they're s- escaping my mind right now. But there, um, the fact that Tony Khan supplied the jet. Yeah, that took him from his Fozzie show to All In, mm-hmm. and they talk about All In and doing stuff like that. He talks about uh, flirting with Impact and having like. Being really close to signing with them, yeah, because uh, you know him telling them to hire Don Callis and and all this stuff. There's a uh, there's there's some really good nugs in there uh, of information. Um, so that's definitely uh, definitely worth a listen there. Um, in terms of the other big contract thing of the week, uh, my my friends in Lucha Underground are uh, not handling business very well. Yeah, yeah, Eva uh, Lee's who. Um Whose social media presence is um, questionable, questionable at best, at best <laughs> problematic at worst. Yeah, uh, decided to, to hop on her Instagram story and call herself uh, uh, a hostage. A hostage. Yeah, that's a yeah. that's a great term to use. Uh, well, look, I I get the frustration. Sure, um, but also Evie, um, you probably should have gotten something in writing. Well, I think that's part of the problem. It <laughs> is in writing. That well, that she would be released? No, no, that no. That, that, what she said that she was told. Oh, that she would if be she released. would that if she came back and worked season four that she would be released. Ah, got That you. is okay. what I'm saying okay. should have been in writing. That you know that you you kind of want to kind of want to have that uh, signed and notarized. Yeah, uh, yeah. You know, so I I get her frustrations for sure. Yeah. Um, the because when these people signed with Lucha Underground, it was seven season deals. Yeah, and at, at the time, a lot of these people didn't have exposure mm-hmm. on national TV, mm-hmm. much on social media, or anything like that. Now, obviously, everything has fucking changed. Yeah. And the fact that there's still no... Funding for season five. No even uh, 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 initial plans for- Not an inkling. No, nothing. Nothing uh, in terms of when it could be taped. They don't have a location because the place where they shot the last season is no longer an option. So Mm. they have no money- they have um, uh, no plans. They have no location. And everybody wants to have their fucking contract. So yeah. it's not a good look um, for them. And Eric Van Wagenen, um, the executive producer of the show, kind of threw uh, Dorian from AAA under the bus and said the contract with talent was AAA's deal and not, yeah. not us proper. So it's kind of a kind of a sitch happening over there right now. now- Chris you know a lot more about the ins and outs of lutra underground than I I'd um, like think so these seven season deals-huh do they get paid uh, a guarantee or is it only if there's a season produced uh I don't know the answer to that I because I... the way I'm thinking about it is and And far be it for me to say, you know, hey, if someone wants to get out of a contract, they they shouldn't be able to get out of a contract. I mean, I think they should. You know, that's what lawyers are for. Right, Uh, And he has to recognize there's a cost associated to that. Sure. But it's like if you signed on for a seven-season deal... I feel like because even Ricochet did this publicly. Like he went out and during the the first New Japan USA right. show, he cut a promo that was that was off not on air. TV. Yeah, uh, it was on New Japan World, but well, it wasn't on TV. Couldn't have been on American TV. Yeah, and he and he just was bitching and moaning about how there are some people who are trying to keep me chained to the underground or whatever, yeah. and it's just like you signed this deal, and and it's like you can't you can't complain. Like, if they weren't fulfilling their end of the deal, you would complain because there's a deal. You can't complain that there is a deal if it means you can't work at other things because you signed a deal that says you can't work at other things. Well, they were also under the impression when they signed that six seasons would happen consecutively. Fair. So there have been long gaps in between seasons. um, But that's when you start looking at breach of contract, right? Right. I would think so. There has to be some kind of line in there, some yeah. kind of. Uh, uh, I mean, I look statute at statute of limitations on when uh, you know you have you have you know three hundred sixty five days from yeah. one season taping to another, and if there's no no action in that time, then that should warrant a release or something like that. Yeah, you know? like, I, I look at Joey Ryan, and he's just kind of saying, like, yeah, I'm, I'm in a contract, and, you know, I'd love to be a part of the mix of everything going on right now, but I gotta well, wait. He also has his it. own promotion. So. Uh, I, I recognize <laughs> that. I, I recognize that Joey Ryan is in a better position than saying Ivalice, but right. it's like, I, I feel like he's handling this sensibly. I mean, if someone wants to get out of a contract, get the lawyers involved. I I, I, I don't know if she doesn't have the money for lawyers. Um... I don't know. I mean, and honestly, and I don't mean this in in a bad way, I don't know how sought after Evelise is. That's fair. But again, at this point in the pro wrestling business, people are throwing money at names. Yes. She's an established name. She has a name that I've heard. (laughs) <laughs> she was in the WWE system as well, yeah. So that also helps. Um, so yeah, I mean, I, I would imagine. I don't know. You know, she hasn't said if she's been approached by other people in, in looking for her or not, but I would imagine she's at least um, investigated the possibilities. Yeah. So, so yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, and I'll be honest. There's also part of me that's like, it's kind of tactless, and and I'll, I'll say this about. Any of the people who are kind of running this today, regardless, male, female, whatever company you're in, it's kind of tactless to hop on your Instagram and bitch about your contract. Well, she said that she's been trying to, you know, take care of it uh, personally and has gotten nowhere. So she said she was at her wits end, uh, quote. So, you know, I don't know. I don't know. Johnny Wrestling Mark's going to just, like, hop on a jet and try to figure that out for her. Like, I don't don't. Look, I don't know what. Here is what I think probably happened. She's yeah. trying to throw this out there because I know the, you know, she knows the cons have a lot of money and probably some lawyers that could, yeah, uh, yeah, help, uh, help help get her out here. She, she ain't Kenny like Omega she's, though. She she's, ain't like the. No. They, you know what? They jump in for the revival. I'm sure they jump in for. Oh, sure. You know, there are names where I'm sure if it came up and they wanted them that bad, like if they wanted AJ. Yeah. And AJ wanted to go and WWE wouldn't let him, mm-hmm. uh that's another guy whose contract's up right now. Yeah. Um but I don't think he's going anywhere. No, I don't but think so. Either. I'm sure someone of that star where the money's worth it, yeah, they'll they'll throw a lawyer's at it. Sure. But... Yeah, but I feel like she's fishing for help. Yeah. You know. Yeah. It's it's weird. Yeah, it is. Uh elsewhere in the lucha world, um killshot AKA Shane Strickland is yeah. a free agent. Uh, allegedly heading towards wwe i wonder mm-hmm. if he is one of those ones that um you know present an offer from another company will double it mm-hmm. he may be one of those guys yeah um i think he would work out really well in the next team not sure mm-hmm. you know yeah and considering he came from lw he's gonna get a crisp 300 a week for the wwe <laughs> god damn it come on swerve <laughs> <laughs> that's a hell of an upgrade. Uh, <laughs> fuck, that's funny. <laughs> that dude's going biggie side later. Uh, come on. Uh, <laughs> you know what? Special occasion. Get her a Pepsi. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. So we'll see where he ends up. <laughs> uh, yeah. I don't. I don't know. It's. It's still, it's still. You know. There's still a lot of people uh, that are that are left. Um, not homeless, but looking uh, – not not sure where they're going to land. Yeah, yeah. We'll see. I mean, Trevor Lee's officially moving on to yeah. the WWE. Apparently so is ACH. Okay. Um, we'll see who else pops up in that big January class of uh, WWE talent or who shows up in the front row at TakeOver. Oh, that's true. Yeah, that's next Saturday. We'll uh, we'll see who the big, uh, big signing is there. I guess probably Trevor Lee. Yeah, I don't know. What I will say, though, is if you want to hear our picks – For NXT TakeOver on Saturday, subscribe to the Patreon. We're going to be posting that episode this weekend. Um, One more thing before we go, uh, just because I feel like if I did not say this out loud, I would be a terrible family member. I would like to give props to MCW superstar, my own actual cousin, Lord Diaz, for getting the shit beating out of him twice in two main events this weekend by Scott Steiner. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> wow, that's yeah, a, that's yeah, a hell of a uh, resume builder right there. Exactly. Yeah. Steiner math did not work out in his favor. No, apparently, not very PG either. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm sure the, uh, the 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 forearm didn't feel very good. Yeah, so. no, probably not great. Uh, no word on if he took a Steiner screwdriver. Granted, yeah. if he did, I probably would have had to go to a funeral this yeah. week. <laughs> <laughs> the roughhouse podcast is a weekly podcast the roughhouse podcast is a weekly podcast featuring one guy whose radio dreams came true and another guy who failed miserably at being a successful broadcaster and marty follow us at roughhouse sgw on twitter and facebook.com slash the roughhouse podcast This is the, the Ruff House, rough pod. house uh, podcast with Justin and Christoph. That's it. Fuck Christoph, He's terrible with his information. The preceding
0: presentation was brought to you by The Realm Network. Hello there. Are you on the hill of a recent face turn? but find that the audience isn't buying your recent and sudden change of heart? Are you concerned that your newfound good guy status won't get over and you'll be relegated to permanent mid-card status? Well, you're not alone. Hundreds of wrestlers each year find themselves switching allegiances, joining new factions, and pairing up with tag team partners unsure if they made the right decision. That's where I come in. I'm Dr. Ron Funches, and I run About Faces Gimmick Adjustment Services. Come in today for a no-cost evaluation, and we'll plan your next step together. Meet with our on-site tailor to discuss new tights, or speak with our one-on-one slogan coach to come up with a new catchphrase that'll have the internet buzzing.
1: It's time to put some syrup on that flapjack.
0: At About Faces, face turns are what we do, and we do them well. Now get out there and give that handicapped kids in the front row your glasses.